Hare Krishna. Welcome to this episode of Bhagavad Gita. Today we will be starting the fifth chapter of the Bhagavad Gita. And the topic for today is the first two verses, which is renunciation versus devotional service. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yenatasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yenabhutale Swayam Rupaha Kadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripasindhubhya Evacha Paditanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminitinamine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya <coughs> Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhara Sri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So welcome everybody um, to this uh, episode of Bhagavad Gita. As we said in the beginning, today's topic is devotional service versus renunciation, which is the beginning of the fifth chapter, the first two verses of the fifth chapter of Bhagavad Gita. Alright, let's chant the verse first word by word as in here and then line by line. <coughs> Please repeat after me. Arjuna Uvacha Sanyasam Karmanam Krishna Punaha Yogam Cha Shamsasi Yat Shreya Etayo Ekam Tat Me Bruhi Sunishchitam Line by line, please repeat after me Arjuna Uvacha Sanyasam Karmanam Krishna Punaryogam Chasham Sasi 
यछ्रेय एतोरेक तन्मे ब्रूहि सुनिश्चित सो अर्जुन उवाच अर्जुन सेड सन्यासम रिनाउंसिएशन कर्मणाम ऑफ ऑल एक्टिविटीज कृष्णा ओ कृष्णा पुनः अगेन योगम डिवोशनल सर्विस च ऑल्सो शमससी योर प्रेजिंग यथ विच श्रेय इज मोर बेनिफिशियल ऑफ दीज टू एकम वन तथ दैट मे अंतु मी ब्रूहि प्लीज टेल सुनिश्चित डेफिनेटली ट्रांसलेशन एंड पर्पोर्ट बाय डिवाइन ग्रेस एसी भक्त विदांत स्वामी श्रील प्रभुपाद की जाय श्रील ट्रांसलेशन अर्जुन सेड ओ कृष्ण फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल यू आस्क मी टू रिनाउंस वर्क एंड देन अगेन यू रेकमेंड वर्क विथ डिवोशन नाउ विल यू काइंडली टेल मी डेफिनेटली व्हिच ऑफ द टू इज मोर बेनिफिशियल नाउ इट्स अ वेरी नाइस क्वेश्चन वेरी रेलेवेंट क्वेश्चन एंड दिस क्वेश्चन is uh with regards to the previous two chapters in the third chapter there was the karma yoga of how to renounce activities for the sacrifice as um 316 you can see 316 here before this all the five verses and this is the sixth verse so all together here krishna is saying एवं प्रवर्ति चक्रम नानुवर्तयती हय अघायुर्द्रियामो मोघं पार्थ सजीवती सो माइडियर अर्जुन वन हू डज नॉट फॉलो इन ह्यूमन लाइफ द साइकल ऑफ सैक्रिफाइस दस एस्टाब्लिश्ड बाय द वेदर्स सर्टनली लीड्स अ लाइफ फुल ऑफ सिन लिविंग ओनली फॉर द सैटिस्फैक्शन ऑफ द सेंसेस सच अ पर्सन लिव्स इन वेन सो हियर द साइकल ऑफ सैक्रिफाइस हियर ही इज टॉकिंग अबाउट दिस सैक्रिफाइस and then um at the same time he is saying you must do activity in the fourth chapter there are so many types of sacrifices also mentioned you know but then again there is devotional service mentioned with knowledge gyana so all this especially you see the you see in the last verse of the fourth chapter he said you know the doubts which have arisen in your heart out of ignorance should be slashed by the weapon of knowledge armed with yoga o bharata stand and fight on one side there is sacrifice you know um renunciation and on the other side he is asking him to fight so he is confused now so he did not understand the difference between um or the similarities of renunciation and work in devotion because work renunciation by definition means stopping all works of sense gratification so then work in devotion is of a different quality which is which needs clarification and that's why arjuna asked this question today's verse first of all you asked me to renounce work and then again you recommend work with devotion now will you kindly tell me definitely which of the two is more beneficial so what are the similarities and what is the difference why did krishna give 
that kind of instructions first renunciation and then work in devotion actually they are not contradictory but because arjuna's understanding was not complete uh, therefore arjuna found it contradictory so this is another first thing we have to understand <clears throat> when we come across any vedic teachings especially through the spiritual master when they uh, seem contradictory <coughs> we should understand that there is nothing contradictory in the lord or his teachings so why do we find such contradiction the contradiction is because we are not capable enough to understand um we are not capable enough to understand the nuances of spiritual knowledge or transcendental knowledge and that's why we feel like that so if there is any contradiction or any lack of understanding or lack of clarity in the vedic statements it is not a fault of the vedic statements it is a fault in our understanding as arjuna was you know uh saying arjuna asked the question and krishna clarified so this is very important to know and um let's actually read the purport and then we will go deeper into the explanation of this verse purport in this fifth chapter of the bhagavad gita the lord says that work and devotional service is better than dry mental speculation so the answer is already there actually the next verse is the answer by krishna shri prabhupada already mentioned it here devotional service is easier than the latter than the means than renunciation so devotional service is easier easier than renunciation because being transcendental in nature it frees one from reaction in the second chapter preliminary knowledge of the soul and its entanglement in the material body were explained how to get out of this material engagement by buddhi yoga or devotional service was also explained therein in the third chapter it was explained that a person who is situated on the platform of knowledge no longer has any duties to perform and in the fourth chapter the lord told arjuna that all kinds of sacrificial work culminate in knowledge however at the end of the fourth chapter the lord advised arjuna to wake up and fight being situated in perfect knowledge therefore by simultaneously stressing the importance of both work in devotion and inaction in knowledge krishna has perplexed arjuna and confused his determination arjuna understands that renunciation in knowledge involves cessation of all kinds of work performed as sense activities but if one performs work in devotional service then how is work stopped in other words he thinks that sanyas or renunciation in knowledge should be altogether free from all kinds of activity because work and renunciation appear to him to be incompatible he appears not to have understood that work in full knowledge is non reactive and is therefore the same as inaction he inquires therefore whether he should cease work altogether or work with full knowledge so very very profound so here first thing is arjuna determination was confused now this is a very important thing why now when there are too many options we don't know which path to take 
like suppose there are two paths you you come at a place where there are two paths how do you know which one to take if there is no sign board nothing and both ways go this way and that way then how do you know what to take can you test here and test there you cannot you either have to go completely and reach the destination see whether this is correct and then come back here and then go to the, the other place and see whether that is correct and there are a million ways everybody is advocating their own ways see um there is a nice verse in the mahabharat see we have uh, many times explained this verse this is from mahabharat it is said tarko pratishthah shrutayo vibhinna nasa vrishiryasya matam na bhinnam धर्मस्य तत्वं निहितं गुहायां महाजनो येन गतः सपन्थाः श्री चैतन्य महाप्रभु कंटिन्यूड ड्राई आर्ग्युमेंट्स आर इनकंक्लूसिव अ ग्रेट पर्सनालिटी हुज ओपिनियन डज नॉट डिफर फ्रॉम अदर्स इज नॉट कंसीडर्ड अ ग्रेट सेज दैट मींस एवरी सेज हैज हिज ओन ओपिनियन एंड ओन पाथ चॉक्ड आउट देयर आर मेनी वेज नाउ मेनी मेनी वेज व्हिच वन इज करेक्ट and simply by studying the vedas which are variegated one cannot come to the right path by which religious principles are understood this is another thing again now the sages they have their own ways and paths and this is muni the definition of muni means philosopher unless he has his own philosophy he is not technically called a, you know a muni like for example in modern context scientists now unless a scientist makes a completely uh, original discovery or invention if he i mean if he just follows somebody else's formula or plan or you know theory or invention he's he's not recognized in order to get recognition he has to have his own original theory or original invention original discovery then he becomes famous and his name will be etched in history so so this is a thing so muni means that muni means he basically has his own philosophy now of course a real self realized muni he is different uh, the the self realized soul is he who has realized krishna the bhagavan feature he does not have his own concocted philosophy he follows krishna's philosophy but usually many other munis have their own philosophies and scientists have their own philosophies so that's one thing next is the scriptures now there are many scriptures in the world you know and every scripture seems to say different different things and let's say even among the vedas there are so many different types of instructions which one to follow which one not to follow how do we know hmm. so there are too many options when there are too many options you are spoiled for choice and you wouldn't know which one is the right one and people may say oh i will test one and see you know if i if it works out how can you test one and see you need test one means you go into it completely and you know experience the whole thing and come out and see whether that was good and test it against another one another one and when you going to finish that's why 
and okay let's let's complete this translation the solid truth so simply by studying the vedas which are variegated one cannot come to the right path by which religious principles are understood the solid truth of religious principles is hidden in the heart of an unadulterated self realized person consequently as the shastras confirm one should accept whatever progressive path the mahajans advocate this is the most i mean the easiest path now because there are so many options like the sages the scriptures everything there's so there's way too many options therefore it is said that a person who wants to test out everything he may do so but the problem is it will take many lifetimes and in the 7th chapter 19th verse of bhagavad gita krishna says bahunam janma namante gyanavan mam prapadyate vasudeva sarvamiti samahatma sudurlabha after many many births and deaths he who is actually in knowledge surrenders unto me knowing me to be the cause of all causes and all that is such a great soul is very rare so after many births of acquiring knowledge because you want to test out this path it'll take a few years and you know really go into the path study it put it into practice do the sadhana and then you're not going to get it immediately you know like if you want to do yoga for example if you want to do that meditation you can't just go to yoga studio in a in a in a posh you know posh yoga studio in the central business district of a metropolitan metropolitan city you can't get it there you can only get it at in the forest and everything if you see the 6th chapter of bhagavad gita dhyana yoga you have to have a very very rigid program for this and to do that you know like for years and how many years actually thousands of years we don't even have that time so if you just want to explore that one process you already have to spend so many decades if not hundreds or if actually thousands of years to be very honest so where how, how are you going to have time to do any other process again now that is one process then the speculative gyana is another process karma is another pro- process huh and in and different different way even among transcendents there are so many different philosophies of different people brahman paramatma so how are you going to go, come to a solid uh plan of action and the destination a route map how are you going to have all these things so that's why it is said bahunam janmanamante gyanavan one who has become complete with knowledge after many births of such endeavor then he will come to the conclusion that vasudeva sarvamiti sa mahatma sudurlabhah such a great soul is very very rare in this material world in the spiritual world every soul is a mahatma <clears throat> but here in this material world is very sudurlabhah mahatma very hard to find now this word determination what is this determination determination means to um ascertain what is the path that we're going to follow and stick to that plan of action that is determination now if we're going to um understand this determination we have to first make a decision like for example if you want to do something you can only do one thing at a time <laughs> right 
so you basically at any given point in time we are always making decisions some are like way too obvious that's why we don't have to think too much like for example every morning there's no choice i mean you have to go to work so there is a like a fixed path okay your work starts from 9 to 5 okay go so there is a set um thing there and you have to abide by that so there are not too many options so you straight dive into the action but suppose you don't have a boundary what are you going to do oh every morning is like a decision making analysis paralysis what should i do ah oh, this is boring that is no, when we have a fixed work like for example 9 to 5 there is no question of asking whether it's boring or not whether it is boring or not we still have to go so we are making the the decision basically is made for us or we rather agreed that the decision be made for us that every day is like this because we have signed up for that when we sign up for a job we are basically telling them that you decide mine you know what i have to do and i will comply so when they have given the things that for us to do it's easy for us to do i mean easy for us to follow so then actually we get to do something at least otherwise if there is too many like there is a i have told this um, story before the analysis paralysis of a donkey you know the the donkey had was sitting here and 100 meters on the right was a heap of grass and 100 meters on the left is another heap of grass now this donkey was in the middle now you know donkeys are usually lazy you know they he was looking here there is grass here also there was grass and then he was thinking which grass is more or maybe maybe what if i go to the grass and then further from that maybe there is a barren land or maybe there is more grass there more lush green grass or if here would be the same thing here maybe after i go here maybe it's barren land after that um then i have to come all the way back here and maybe maybe both of these are just you know here and maybe something there is behind so in this way he was just analyzing and analyzing and he was paralyzed i mean basically he was not moving so this is called analysis paralysis and he was not making any action too many options when there are even two options like just like arjuna <laughs> krishna said renunciation of work and then he said work in devotion when there are two options already arjuna is confused his determination is you know shaken already this is the thing so it's um it's imp- important to note this point that we need to have one path and that is explained in the second chapter second chapter 41st verse ब्रांचलूट they have they they think about this they think about that they have too many subject matters and they cannot go into depth in any of those subject matters 
and you can have only a surface level understanding of anything unless you go in depth into it this is by the process of experience if you want to experience everything then you need to really delve into that to have a really good feel of what it what it is so it is going to take time to test each and every one of them so that's not a very and we don't have that much time especially in kali yuga or we don't have we have such a short life and we don't know when it's going to end and before that we need to make perfection and shri prabhupada said there's no need for bahunam janmanamante in this one life you can finish it how how if there are so many paths so um this determination i wanted to speak about this determination so determination means the word itself termination what is termination it means end it end no more um endeavor in that direction terminate so determinate means you terminate everything else and then choose the one thing that you want to determinate see so you want to take the action on in this path now that comes from the point where decision you need to first take decision so what is a decision so decision comes from the word if you study the etymology of the word decision it comes from the word scission scission means to cut like scissors is to cut so scission means to cut so decision means you're basically cutting everything else and then the one thing that you don't want to cut uh, that is what you want to act upon like every other because you need to cut away everything else if you want to be sure on the on one path then you have to be sure that you are not going to take another path that is and why you have to be clear why i am not taking that path why i am not taking any other path than this path so that is a decision you were make and once the decision is made then you start action and the persistence in such action is determination hmm there's i mean see it through see it through i means no more termination no, don't stop in the anywhere middle just all the way go full out in that path until the goal is reached you know <clears throat> yeah it just reminds me of this quote of uh, you know that vivekananda he said arise awake and stop not till the goal is reached now one one man he asked prabhupad um swami vivekananda ji said uh, arise awake and stop not till the goal is reached what goal is he talking about so prabhupad said you go and ask him no <laughs> so this is how the mayavadis they try to speak this is stop not till the goal is reached but what goal is he talking about he did not he did not um, give a clear answer you see so what is the goal probably you go and ask him he said the quote right go and ask him <clears throat> so the thing is that actually that is from the vedas but the goal is that uh, what is it uttishthata jagrata arise awake prapta varanni bodhat uh, you have gotten this human life which is a great boon kshurasya dhara nishito duratyaya durgam pathastad kavayo vadanti this is the actual shloka so it is a, it is like a razor sharp edge 
uh, the human life you use it properly just like a you know a razor you 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 know use it properly you can shave uh, you you don't use it properly then you can cut you so it's, a, it's just a little bit inattention and it's already injurious so we're dealing with a dangerous thing but it it can be useful if it is properly utilized so human life also is a dangerous position <laughs> if you don't use it properly but at the same time it is the greatest um opportunity to get out of this material world it's the basically it's the only opportunity to get out of this material world so but if you don't use it go back into the cycle why it is more dangerous than the animal life even if it is not used properly because in animal life one is forced by instinct to act in the right way prescribed for the animals the animal just hunts for food you know um sex sleeping and fearing this is the animal's life basically but humans have extra intelligence with which they can contemplate higher knowledge uh, but if that intelligence is not properly guided then it will speculate in many different ways and if it is not no spiritual guidance at all then it will engage in sinful activities sinful plans and that's what is happening to this world today and people are making decisions they are making i mean they are determining i mean they are determined to do things which are not to be done in the first place the decisions are skewed the perspectives are skewed it's completely wrong why because no guidance no guidance uh, they have way too many options same so <clears throat> a decision means you come to a conclusion so a conclusion involves inclusion and exclusion you you know what to include into your life or into the process okay what is to be included just like in in spiritual life in the nectar of devotion you will find six things that are to to be accepted uh six things that will encourage or increase the devotion and six things that will reduce our devotion hmm. so uh, the second and third verses of the nectar of instruction upadeshamrutam they state these things so what is to be included what is to be excluded when all this is decided upon the inclusions and the exclusions then that is called a conclusion now you have a set path okay this is what i'm going to do these are the do's these are the don'ts based on this aim and that's it now that's why it's easy for devotees to follow the four regulative principles and chant 16 rounds i mean it can be difficult i'm not saying but it is something we will do no matter because everybody has different amounts of determination different amounts of uh, will power and everything but how come no matter what every devotee you know who is at least serious about his spiritual life he is chanting 16 rounds he is following the four principles how how is it happening because we have already pre decided it's a template we have we always have that if somebody gives us um if somebody offers us meat we immediately say no i'm not going to take it i can't take it because you've already decided it's not that you are making a decision in the moment if you take a, make a decision in the moment then you will have to weigh so many pros and cons oh maybe the friend will feel bad you know if i don't take it you know or how to say no you know maybe i will take it and you know i will i will um i don't know what to do so there are so many things 
so if our aim is not to follow krishna then we will you know we will try to follow our friend who is inviting us or we will follow our um, you know maybe people will think i'm a crazy guy if i don't eat this you know i have to explain myself it's a, you know it's, it's a big thing you know it's like uh, too much hassle i never mind just just quietly eat it who knows you know so if if i i don't have a good enough reason then i'm always making decisions in the moment that that's and that's so exhausting it's easier to have a decision pre made and how can you have a pre made decision a template decision it's when your do's your inclusions and exclusions and basically your conclusion and your path and your action action on that path execution of it if it's all set for you then it's easy to act so basically this is human nature we cannot do multiple things at once krishna is different he can do many things at the same time if we were if we had that kind of power where we can test out every single path at the same time we we <laughs> we could have you know done something but it's impossible only krishna can do that he can do everything at the same time like he was dancing with all of the all the gopis at the same time he was in every single palace in the dwarka at the same time doing different different things but that's not possible for us uh, so we have to take time and go into one and then come out and then go into another and then come out and go into another millions like that when when is going to end therefore there somehow has to be a set path and arjuna in this question in this verse he is asking this question to krishna to the spiritual master and this is the key point here why because more often and actually more often than not and even almost every single time we trust our intuition rather than the spiritual master's tuition you see our intu we think oh you know um, let me try we don't if we take tuition from the spiritual master then yes but if we believe our own intuition uh, that is basically what are we believing our mind so that's why the spiritual master is necessary because he has already reached the destination now when you are presented with a 10 paths you do not know which one will lead to the destination and you do not even know where what is the destination that you should reach hmm and as you go on one path how near or how far away you are getting from the destination you don't even know you see when you have a gps oh there is a destination then there is a path everything set for you you just have to follow the directions why everybody likes to use gps because they want to be shown the path they don't want to waste time figuring out the path we <laughs> this is actually a paradox because we like to have many options we don't like to be like if we if we are given only like one choice oh where is the choice i just i just have to do this you know i have no freedom this year but if you are given freedom you don't know what to do you don't know what to do so actually freedom is a myth because freedom just confuses us we are actually by constitution we are just servants we are eternal servants of krishna and for that servant's job is to serve according to the master's orders so gps what is this gps basically the phone is ordering us through the satellite system through the you know through the internet connection the phone is basically telling us turn right here turn left here and we like that we love that anybody who drives they can know 
you know they want to be led they don't want to figure out and waste time because destination is important i want to get to the destination quick that's all that matters so this is the reason why arjuna is also asking don't give me too many paths tell me turn right turn left you just tell me what i should do whether renunciation or work in devotion don't give me two things three things and he asked the right person if you take you know gps and proper satellite google you are fine but if i create an application uh, <laughs> an app which is a fake gps i mean it'll take you to the longest path and play pranks with you and that is again that's you're going to be cheated so which gps you want to follow that's you know that is very important you have to follow the authorized that's that's the parampara but if you go to some bogus guru who makes this this fake gps and you'll go to somewhere else somewhere else so you have to take the spiritual master who is a tatvadarshi that's why in the fourth chapter it is said 434 tadvidhi pranipatena pariprashnena sevaya upadekshyanti te gyanam gyaninas tatvadarshinah just try to learn the truth by approaching a spiritual master just try just try to learn the truth from surya no don't try to speculate this now give up inquire from him submissively and render service unto him the self realized souls can impart knowledge unto you because they have seen the truth the spiritual master has seen the truth he has already reached the destination he is already there and he knows the exact path see that uh, same thing brahma is saying in the shrimad bhagavatam 10 ज्ञानेजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिताजिता
became purified by knowledge of me and thus they all attained transcendental love for me. So he is giving uh, assurance to Arjuna that by following this path, first he said follow this path and then he said and there are so many people already in the past who have followed this path and attained success. So it is a proven, tried and tested method of this devotional service. Uh, that's why in the Srimad Bhagavatam also, there is, it is stated in the 10th canto, 2nd chapter. Svayam samuttirya sudustaram dhyuman bhavarnavam bhima madabhra sauhridah bhavat padam bhoruhanabha matrate nidhaya yataah sadhanugraho bhavan 10.2.31 O Lord who resemble the shining sun, you are always ready to fulfill the desire of your devotee and therefore you are known as a desire tree, Vanchakalpataru. When Acharyas completely take shelter under your lotus feet in order to cross the fierce ocean of nations, they leave behind on earth the method by which they cross. And because you are very merciful to your other devotees, you accept this method to help them. And therefore, this method is so valuable because it's, people have already attained success with that method. Like, you see any marketing campaign there are testimonials uh, you know they say oh i have used this uh, you know uh, that's why even even endorsements the the actors they you know promote some perfume some toothpaste you know because we look up to these people and oh he uses that okay then that must be good so that's the whole idea of course nowadays people's perception is changing they are looking at the comment section they are looking at the reviews so, what common people say, of course, these, we, everybody knows these big, big actors are paid to say what they have to say. Now, they want unpaid, honest reviews. But even actually, even the reviews section is rigged because you can actually purchase reviews. I don't know if you know this. You can purchase reviews. In fact, if you go to sites like Fiverr.com, you know where there is, you can get many things done. I mean, your graphic design or video or any, anything basically. You pay somebody and they get, do something for you. So, you can actually get reviews like that. So, they will leave reviews. There are actually people who are advertising that on these sites. So, the, that is also kind of rigged nowadays. Uh, many, I mean, uh, only a percentage of it is actually true uh, review. So, we are relying on these reviews. We look at all these reviews. We look at, look at all these endorsements. And, and then we try to, why, why all these things are there? So that to influence our decision. Hmm. How did they, uh, you know, if sometimes they sell courses, online courses, and then they have testimonials. Oh, I have uh, taken this course, it's really life changing, this, that, they will say something. And those are the things which influence the decision of the newcomer. So, this is not a new thing. Because Krishna also used that. He said many, many people in the past have you know, achieve success with this process. And here in this verse, the demigods are saying that, uh, you know, those who reach you, the method by which they cross, they leave behind, they leave that behind on earth. And those who follow that method also will become successful. So in this way, um, we have to follow the tried and tested method. And this is where the spiritual master becomes very, very important. Only when we follow such spiritual master, then yes, within this, within this one lifetime, we can finish it. The spiritual master will, will not only give us the right path, 
not only show us the right path but also will in the right path there will be many obstacles there will be many challenges so he will give us the exact recipe or or um, not just the route map in fact what what to do on, at every single step he will give us the sadhana program everything he will give us so we just have to follow now and that is the safest path just like the gps i mean it will tell you and you just have to follow and you will definitely reach the destination you have the confidence that's why you i mean that's why we use the gps right because it's definitely going to take us to the destination but if we are not sure then we will also not follow that so similarly we need to have the gps in our life and that is the as they say guru positioning system or guru parampara system so that is a gps guru parampara system so we have to have this guru parampara evam parampara praptam imam rajarshayo viduh if we don't have that ah, then we are in, in for trouble so arjuna is asking this question to krishna and krishna will clarify that for arjuna so when there is clarity then decision making becomes easier so when there is no clarity then we don't know what to choose so that's why knowledge is important that's why we have to hear from the spiritual master and put it into practice and next thing now is activity work and renunciation appear to be incompatible this is the next thing so um three times i left the stream and logged in again seems for others it's fine video freezes or you're running do any does anybody else have this problem are you experiencing any problems on this live stream like video and audio because on my end it looks everything looks smooth because if it does go like that on from my side i will know but from my side everything looks smooth is anybody else having this problem okay you leave the comments uh, i will continue so work and renunciation this is the topic we have come for and confusing but it's okay for everybody else for others it looks okay i think <clears throat> so work and renunciation renunciation means to stop work and devotional work how is this different we have already studied this karma akarma vikarma and okay for everybody else it's okay except for vanajakshi mataji that means there must be a problem with uh, vanajakshi mataji's internet connection there's something wrong i think um the wifi i think there's interruptions there <clears throat> something is wrong with your connection mataji so renunciation and, uh, and work so rupa goswami has given us the perfect definition of this this is called yukta vairagya yukta vairagya what is that i think is it is that explained in the bit in this one yeah here it is there. so okay let's go to the second verse okay here the answer will be there 
so arjuna asks this question what to do so now krishna answers shri bhagavan uvacha 5.2 okay please repeat after me <clears throat> shri bhagavan uvacha sanyasah karma yogah cha nishreyas nishreyasa karau ubhau tayoh tu karma sanyasat yo karma yogah vishishyate now please repeat after me line by line shri bhagavan uvacha sanyasah karma yogascha निश्रेयस निश्रेयसकु तयोस्तु कर्म सन्यासात् कर्मयोगो विशिष्यते श्री भगवानुवाच द पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हिट सेट सन्यास रिनाउंसिएशन ऑफ वर्क कर्मयोग वर्क इन डिवोशन च ऑल्सो निश्रेयसकु लीडिंग टू द पाथ ऑफ लिबरेशन उभव बोथ तयो ऑफ द टू टू बट कर्म संन्यासात इन कंपेरिजन टू द रिनाउंसिएशन ऑफ फ्रूट इफ वर्क कर्म योग वर्क इन डिवोशन विशिष्यते इज बेटर सो कृष्ण इज गिविंग अ वेरी डेफिनेट आंसर हियर द पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड रिप्लाइड द रिनाउंसिएशन ऑफ वर्क एंड वर्क इन डिवोशन आर बोथ गुड फॉर लिबरेशन बट ऑफ द टू work in devotional service is better than renunciation of work so both are paths you see both are paths but one is a slower path one is a faster path one is better one is not so good so quality of it because renunciation of work basically means stoppage of sinful activities and that is good but to really sustain it and just stopping sinful activities is not enough we have to have positive spiritual activity because as we know we are servants and servants duty is to serve serve means that's an action service is action action oriented it's not a passive thing i'm serving huh if a, if a waiter in the restaurant says um i am serving dishes now in my mind i'm just thinking about serving i'm thinking about going to the kitchen and plating that item there and then you know i i think i should put the fork and the spoon there and some napkins and that's that that's that's not serving that's spacing out so nobody will keep that kind of a waiter in the restaurant they'll kick him out you know so service means action do it serve go it and bring and whatever so similarly a servant means to serve so renunciation of work of course if the if the waiter in the restaurant if he goes and goes and breaks the plates and you know breaks the table or you know makes a mess of the place better than that is not doing anything and better he would not be there even but if he can do some productive work that is better always so there are always destructive work no work and constructive work so no work is better than destructive work but constructive work is better than no work so that's where 
this perspective comes from but of the two work and devotional service is better than renunciation of work now purport fruitive activities seeking sense gratification are cause for material bondage as long as one is engaged in activities aimed at improving the standard of bodily comfort one is sure to transmigrate to different types of bodies thereby continuing material bondage perpetually so this is this destructive or reactive work hmm? so in the previous purport prabhupada mentioned this word non reactive work non reactive work means uh, there is no reaction you know like you know those nuclear nuclear substances like you know uranium and all that this is a highly reactive you know radioactive but non reactive is not dangerous highly reactive is very dangerous so if we have all these highly reactive uh, activities that we do it's like a play, you know we are just making it a uranium minefield and it'll explode one day and then it's like that that's the karma effect we will have to experience but if it is non reactive then there will be no explosion uh, the karma will not hit us see so uh, as i say even even oil is a highly inflammable uh, highly reactive inflammable is basically a reaction highly reactive so <clears throat> fruitive activities seeking sense gratification are cause for material bondage as long as one is engaged in activities aimed at improving the standard of bodily comfort one is sure to transmigrate to different types of bodies thereby continuing material bondage perpetually shrimad bhagavatam 5.5.4 through 6 confirms this as follows नूनम प्रमत्त कुरते विकर्म यदिंद्रिय प्रीतय आपृणोति न साधु मे यत आत्मनो यसन्न क्लेशद आसदेह पराभवस्तावदबोध जिज्ञासत आत्मतत्व यदिदम मनो वै कर्मात्मक शरीरबंध मन कर्म वशं प्रयुक्ते अविद्यात्मनिपधीये प्रीतिर्न यी वासुदेव न मुच्यते देहयोगेन तावत् पीपल आर मैड आफ्टर सेंस ग्राटिफिकेशन दे डू नॉट नो दट दिस प्रेजेंट बॉडी विच इज फुल ऑफ मिसरीज इज अ रिजल्ट ऑफ वन फ्रूटिव एक्टिविटीज इन द पास्ट Although this body is temporary it is always giving one trouble in many ways first of all it is temporary that itself is a trouble because nobody likes being temporary everybody wants a permanent settlement so first of all it is temporary next it is giving full of trouble even the temporary stay is not comfortable it is full of discomfort that is this material body suppose you go to a in a, in a city you go for maybe a week on a business trip holiday whatever it is pilgrimage whatever it is If you go there and you book a hotel, and when you stay in the hotel, you know your business is to you know do some business work or sightseeing or pilgrimage or whatever it is. You want your stay to be comfortable because you, first of all you want to stay there only temporarily, so it's not your permanent settlement. And if that temporary settlement also is uncomfortable, if you can't sleep every night, I mean it's just terrible. You see. so what do you what are you even paying for if you i mean you are only paying for comfort for those that temporary stay there 
But if that comfort is also not there, then what is the use? So the material world is like that. We have come here on a so-called business trip. All criminal business, mafia business. <laughs> so we have come here and here it is full of trouble. Um, so although this body is temporary, it is always giving one trouble in many ways. Therefore, to act for sense gratification is not good. One is considered to be a failure in life as long as he makes no inquiry about his real identity. Very important. Because Maya, Maya in, the, in the form of media is showing us the successful people of the world. Who are they? Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Jack Ma, Shah Rukh Khan, Sachin Tendulkar, um, Lionel Messi or you know, I mean, all kinds of, or who's that? Tom Cruise, you know, many, many names are coming. Successful people, you know, or Michael Jordan. So, this is the definition of success. But here, uh, this is the actual definition of success. One is considered to be a failure in life, as long as he makes no inquiry about his real identity. Even though one may be as famous as Sachin Tendulkar or Shah Rukh Khan or Tom Cruise or you know anybody. Uh, if one makes no inquiry about our spiritual Atma Tattvam, failure. Parabhava, failure. As long as he does not know his real identity, he has to work for fruitive results for sense gratification. Okay, well then why do so many people are you know um, termed as successes in this world? Well, that is Maya's way of advertising her scheme because we always want to be a successful person. So, the Maya is uh, showing us, look at these successful persons. Basically, Maya is telling, I have successfully captured them. I am successful. These are my successes, Maya is saying. So, and but it is showing as if it is your success. Just like any business. Huh? They will have, you know, um, somebody, some people endorse their product, you know. Endorsing a product means telling the prospective customer or buyers that this is good for you. But, but actually business-wise, it is good for me. So that is, this is just basically advertisement. So Maya has created this advertisements of those who are absolute failures in life who have wasted time playing some game or acting and misleading the people. I mean, by actors, I mean, they do movies which actually mislead so many people in the wrong direction. So, actually, they're going worse and worse. And Maya is advertising them as the successes. And we, because we just follow what we hear, what we see. And we are only seeing this and we are believing that is true. We are not questioning. But one who makes no inquiry about real identity, he's a failure. Parabhav. As long as he does not know his real identity, he has to work for fruitive results, for sense gratification. Because that will be his only understanding that I am this body and I have to work for the, for the satisfaction of my body. And in that, they will commit so many sinful activities. And as long as one is engrossed in the consciousness of sense gratification, one has to transmigrate from one body to another. Although the mind may be engrossed in fruitive activities and influenced by ignorance, one must develop a love for devotional service to Vasudev. Only then can one have the opportunity to get out of the bondage of material existence. So you see, it is said here, 
although the mind may be engrossed in fruitive activities because all of us start here we are engrossed in fruitive activities karma bandhan so we have to come out of that now and it's not going to be going to be an overnight process proper said one second is enough provided we take to it you know offenselessly but we do commit so many offenses because of our past uh, flavor vasana habits so it will take time so there's a gradual um, purificatory process so it is said now that although one's mind may be engrossed in fruitive activities one must develop a love for the devotional service to vasudev only then can one have the opportunity to get out of the bondage of material existence so how can the de- love develop if one is stuck in karma bandhana he has to hear hearing is very important that's brahma's verse you know 10.14.3 we have already seen that jnane prayasam udapasya namanteva jeevanti sanmukharidam mukharitam bhavadiya vartam sthane sthita shrutigatam tanuvan manobhir ye praya sajjita jitopya sita istrilokyam so just by hearing lending an ear to the messages of krishna that affinity for krishna increases and that will eventually that knowledge will eventually terminate our material existence and then we can be determined in the spiritual life let's explain in the 7th chapter of bhagavad gita 728 yesham tvantaka tampapam jananam punyakarmanam te dvandva moha nirmukta bhajante maam dridhavrataha so this bhajante maam dridhavrata dridhavrata means with determination this determination will come if all our karma bandhana will go away and that will happen with complete knowledge and then we will have no more illusion we will not be distracted by all these things that is explained in the fourth chapter 435 yagyatvana punarmoham evam yasya sipandava yena bhutanya sheshani drakshasya atmanyathomai having obtained real knowledge from a self realized soul you will never fall again into such illusion for by this knowledge you will see that all living beings are but the part of our part of the supreme or in other words that they are mine see so this is very important determination to have determination we need to have absolutely clear knowledge and that is only gotten from the bona fide spiritual master in the parampara system now you see how important the bona fide guru is saves us so much time and saves us from unlimited suffering by giving us the right path and giving us the process how to navigate the right path also because in the right path also see the path is like this now when you are faced with like many options right you you need to know which one is the right path okay once you okay now okay bhakti yoga is the right path once you are starting on that path when you are going there will be many detours here and there here and there even in that path we should not get distracted stay on track so for that also the spiritual master guides us <coughs> so this is very important therefore because in in devotional life also there are many pitfalls you know we can become influenced by weeds of devotion i mean which are the desire for prestige the desire for worship 
honor all these things you know many things there are many many things which may come and you know confuse us again that's why it is not a matter it's not an event in history that or event in our life that once i have this knowledge that brings no more confusion the thing is maya will relentlessly attempt to confuse us so we may not be confused today but tomorrow we may be confused again because maya will maya will know okay you have understood this part okay let me come from this angle so maya will try many many different angles to confuse our determination so that's why we have to constantly every day we have to keep in touch with the spiritual message we have to read prabhupada's books every single day uh, that is very important otherwise <clears throat> so otherwise it's we we will go astray again mm. this is very important so one who must somehow develop a love for devotional service and that happens by hearing shrinvatam svakatha krishna punya shravana kirtana hrdyanta stohe abhadrani vidhunoti suhrit satam then <coughs> what is that नष्टाय स्वभद्रेशु नित्यम भागवत सेवया भगवत्युत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवति नाष्टिकी सो इन दिस वे वन हैज टू हियर एक्चुअली देर इज वन नाइस वर्स नाउ हियर ऑल्सो मेनी पीपल आर नॉट इंटरेस्टेड टू रीड प्रोपर्स बुक्स नॉट इंटरेस्टेड टू हियर अबाउट दिस डिस्कोर्सेस सी हाउ मेनी ऑफ यू आर हियर ट्वेंटी वन ऑफ यू आर हियर दट्स ऑल सो इंटरेस्ट विल नॉट बी देर 1 to 16 how should how can we get the interest to even hear so if we have to get get love for vasudev we need to hear about him how to get the interest to hear about him shushrusho shraddha dhanasya vasudeva katha ruchihi syan mahat sevaya vipraha punya tirtha nishevanat o twice born sages by serving those devotees who are completely freed from all vice great service is done by such service one gains affinity for hearing the messages of vasudev 1.2.16 of shrimad bhagavatam by serving the devotees that's why it said tadviddhi pranipatena pariprashnina sevaya ah upadekshanti te gyanam gyanena tattva darshana then such inquiry such such um, service that forms the proper combination to receive transcendental knowledge so we have to get into the mood of service to the great souls especially shri prabhupada to follow his instructions through the devotees who are serving him so in this way when we do um, our service and you know then we will develop the urge to hear uh, the more we hear the more we serve uh, the more we that and we chant properly uh, the more the hunger or thirst for hearing more and more about krishna increases and that is good for us therefore um reading again from the purport virendra prabhu is saying service removes vice yeah <clears throat> so reading again from the purport of 5.2 therefore gyana or knowledge that one is not this material body but spirit soul huh is not sufficient for liberation one has to act in the status of spirit soul otherwise 
there is no escape from material bondage action in krishna consciousness is not however action on the fruitive platform activities performed in full knowledge strengthen one's advancement in real knowledge you see activities performed in full knowledge strengthen one's advancement in real knowledge so when we act on the knowledge when we understand that i am a soul when i act as the soul that means to serve krishna then my knowledge of that i am the soul i am servant of krishna that enhances although we have preliminarily understood that yes i am a servant of krishna that understanding deepens and from every single angle you will look at it now it will become more and more you will become more and more convinced of it and from every single point of view you will try to understand you will you will you will understand when you engage in the service i think i have shared that story of bhaktisiddhanta saraswati thakur where some man came to him and asked some question philosophical question deep philosophical question some rich well to do man and bhaktisiddhanta saraswati thakur said you go and ask the pujaris this question then he said no i think i don't think the pujaris will be able to answer my question it is very deep philosophy only you can answer so he said no 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 you go to the you know pujaris you will get the answer he went to the pujaris he said i have a question can you answer me i have a very deep philosophical question he said we have no time come and wash the pots here we have so many things to wash here you also come and help us we need many hands come come then he went and helped them you know he as he was um, cleaning the pots uh, after that after he finished he went back to bhaksidan saraswati thakur so bhaksidan saraswati thakur asked him so did, was your question answered yeah without even discussion when i was as i was cleaning the pots i the answer came to my mind the explanation came to my mind ah uh, then so he taught this by service attitude actually we can get the answers so that's why even uh, bhaksidan saraswati thakur he did not allow people to just sit in the class he asked them to first wash the pots wash the utensils temple utensils <laughs> after that he has come and sit in the class so first service then when the humility is there and then there is proper uh, this thing for receiving knowledge so therefore we have to be eager to serve <clears throat> so activities performed in full knowledge strengthen one's advancement in real knowledge without krishna consciousness mere renunciation of fruitive activities does not actually purify the heart of a conditioned soul it will not purify the heart as long as the heart is not purified one has to work on the fruitive platform but action in krishna consciousness automatically helps one escape the result of fruitive action so that one need not descend to the material platform therefore action in krishna consciousness is always superior to renunciation which always entails a risk of falling renunciation without krishna consciousness is incomplete as is confirmed by shri rupa goswami in his bhakti rasamrita sindhu 1.2.258 prapanchikataya buddhya hari sambandhi vastunah mumukshubhi parityago vairagyam phalgukathyate when persons eager to achieve liberation renounce things related to the supreme personality of god had thinking them to be material their renunciation is called incomplete you see so the renunciation is incomplete if we think oh these things are all material you know that's not proper renunciation like for example money money is material now a renunciate may give up 
um, chasing money. Okay, you know what? I should not chase money. I will become a renunciate. Now, to construct a Krishna's temple, for example, we need so much money to run our preaching activities. We need so much money. Now, to go and find money for Krishna's service by donations, by book distributions, by this and that. So, that is not the same as business endeavor. If I think that, oh, going and again, you know, sourcing for money for Krishna, this is same as, you know, what I did, you know, like chasing money before also, now also chasing money, I can't, I will not do it. That is not proper renunciation. That means I have not understood that these two things are completely different. Chasing money for my own thing and chasing money for Krishna's service is two totally diametrically opposite things. That's why the brahmachari is, I mean the student, first thing is go and beg. Why? Because that that is the first thing he has to do. He has to become humble and he has to uh, collect Lakshmi for the service of Narayan. Hmm. So it is not the same. So if we think it is the same, then there is incomplete renunciation, not properly understood renunciation. In fact, Anasaktasya Vishan, there is another verse with this. Anasaktasya Vishayan Yatharham Upayunjataha Nirbandhe Krishna Sambandhe Yuktam Vairagya Muchate. Yukta Vairagya means, that is actually explained. See, Yuktam Vairagyam. Yuktam means attached. Vairagya means detached. Attached, detached. What is attached, detached? Yukta Vairagya. Attached to Krishna, detached from sense gratification. But the thing that is being used, that we have to accept. Now, the same money can be used in sense gratification or can be used for Krishna. So, what, what is Yukta? What, have we, what, should, be, what should we be attached to? Huh? We should be attached to Yukta, Krishna. But we have to be Vairagya or uh, disconnected from sense gratification. Something is distracting me here. Let's see. Oh. Let me just check the camera positioning. Okay. Okay. So, um, Yuktam Vairagyam. Otherwise, it is called Vairagyam Phalgu Kathate. Phalgu Vairagya means incomplete renunciation. But Yukta Vairagya is our principle, Rupa Goswami's principle. Attached to Krishna, detached from sense gratification, but not having any um, preconceived notions about the things per se, like money or anything. Uh, not having a good opinion about money or bad opinion about money. But money is just a tool to further an interest. Whether that interest is sense gratification, or the interest is Krishna's sense gratification or personal sense gratification. So, these, that is to be understood. Money itself is not good or bad. But chasing money for material objectives, yes, that is definitely bad. Chasing money for spiritual objectives, that is definitely good. Hmm. Money is, you know, required for everything. But she is, Lakshmi should be in service of Narayan. That is proper understanding. <coughs> So, renunciation without Krishna consciousness is incomplete as is confirmed by Srila Rupa Goswami in his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. 
so we have already read this renunciation is complete when it is in knowledge that everything in existence belongs to the lord and that no one should claim proprietorship over anything nirmama nirahankara because already proprietorship is there of the lord one should understand that factually nothing belongs to anyone then where is the question of renunciation see one should understand that factually nothing belongs to anyone renunciation means it was they, somebody owned something and then they gave it up that is renunciation but if somebody if they did not own anything where what to renounce what to renounce you know that, that's that's the question one who knows that everything is in is krishna's property is always situated in renunciation so he he has renounced sense gratification he has renounced the illusion of thinking that everything belongs to me or everything can belong to me it will never belong actually same since everything belongs to krishna everything should be employed in the service of krishna because if i own something it is to be used for my purpose so but everything is owned by krishna so everything is to be used for krishna's purpose this perfect form of action in krishna consciousness is far better than any amount of artificial renunciation by a sanyasi of the mayavadi school see that ha ah. so this is the conclusion given by krishna so i think that's quite clear i will end my session here and i will take any questions we have some questions so first question by bhakta virendra what is the difference between vairagya and sanyas basically they are in the ultimate issue they are the same um sanyas means those who have so actually proper gave a nice uh, dictionary definition of sanyas um that sat nyasa so um one who gives up nyasa means to give up everything else for the sake of sat uh the absolute truth so for the sake of absolute truth when we give up everything else that is called sanyasa and vairagya means the same thing basically uh to be detached from sense gratification and giving up this nyasa or renunciation means give up what give up sense gratification and use every employ everything in krishna's service that is sanyasa next question by bhaktin puja what is the difference between muni sant mahatma and sadhu sanyasis are they same um no sanyasi sanyasa is an ashram it is a specific ashram but also the real sanyas with the principal sanyas and the ashram sanyas you know the principle of sanyas is described in the 6th chapter first verse shri bhagavan vacha अनाश्रितः कर्मफलं कार्यं कर्म करोति यः स सन्यासी च योगी च न निरग्निर्न चाक्रियः द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉड हैड सेड वन हु इज अनअटैच्ड टू द फ्रूट्स ऑफ हिज वर्क एंड हु वर्क्स हैज ही इज ऑब्लिगेटेड इन द रिनाउंस्ड ऑर्डर ऑफ लाइफ एंड ही इज अ ट्रू मिस्टिक नॉट ही हु लाइट्स नो फायर एंड परफॉर्म्स नो ड्यूटी सो समटाइम्स सन्यासी सन्यास मींस दे थिंक ओ दिस स्टॉप एवरी वर्क इन दिस you know no there is not sanyas there is not a real uh, sanyasi sanyasi means 
who is unattached to the fruits of his work and who works as he is obligated in his duty to Krishna. So that is sannyas. So, um, <clears throat> so you see, this is the thing. So sannyas means for the sake of absolute truth. Always, this is the principle of sannyas. The ashram sannyas is when one actually takes sannyas initiation. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> and what is the other one? Muni. Muni means a philosopher, basically. Sant means a saint. In fact, the word, the English word saint comes from the Sanskrit word sant, santa. And uh, Mahatma, Mahatma also means a pure devotee of Krishna. So, sant and Mahatma are basically the same. And sadhu also means a devotee. But these terms are also used for other people who may be accepting renounced order of life, even in the Mayavad, uh, you know, sect. So, they are usually used interchangeably, but actually they do have meaning. So, Muni means a philosopher. Um, <clears throat> of course, there are Maitre Muni, there are many Munis also in devotional service, like Narada Muni. So, but they are not like uh, speculators. They are topmost, you know, um, Munivara. Munivara means the best of the Munis, best of philosophers. Because uh, ultimately, the devotee is also a philosopher. It's not that he doesn't have any philosophy. He simply, you know, like blindly or, you know, something something is doing. He's also a philosopher, but he accepts the philosophy of Krishna. So, in that way, a devotee is also a Muni. But a Muni also means, a broader definition of Muni means anybody who has his own philosophy. So, the foremost of all Munis, Muni naam amalatma naam, bhakti yoga vidhanartham. Uh, who is that? Kunti Devi is saying, uh, what is that? Uh, 1820. Tatha paramahamsanam muninam amalatmanam bhakti yoga vidhanartham katham pashe mahistriyaha. Oh, Srimad Bhagavatam. 1820. See this? All these words you see. Paramahamsanam muninam amalatmanam. Amalatmanam means, Amala means pure, Atmanam means pure-hearted souls, Muninam. So, you descend, you yourself descend to propagate the transcendental science of devotional service unto the hearts of the advanced transcendentalists and mental speculators who are purified by being able to discriminate between matter and spirit. How then can we women know you perfectly? So, of course, she's saying that, you know, women by nature are not so intelligent. So, you have come to give your knowledge to the, you know, very, very learned people. How are we women to understand you? You know, we can, how can we know perfectly about you? But she herself was more than any Muni or, uh, you know, Paramahamsa. She was the greatest Paramahamsa. Why? Because she is a devotee. And that humility is what attracts Krishna. Hmm. Of course, by nature, women's body, women's intelligence is differently situated. But when they are devotees, uh, then they are devotees. And especially when one becomes an advanced devotee like Kunti Devi. I mean, directly she is aunt of Krishna. That is not any ordinary position. Even Munis, Paramahamsas, they cannot get such close association with the absolute truth, Krishna. Like what Kunti had. So, but anyway, the points are, the, the point is that words, Paramahamsa, uh, Muni, Amalatmana, all these. 
So, munis are used for this also, but best of the munis are devotees. Sant, Mahatma, Sadhus, they are all devotees. Sanyasi means they who have accepted Sanyas Ashram. <coughs> then, next question by Bhakta Virendra. Is work in devotion easy for temple brahmacharis as compared to householders or working people? Definitely. Definitely. Because um, there is little, uh, I mean, there is every opportunity to shield ourselves from influence of Maya. Whereas uh, householders, working people, they have to interact with the outside world. Of course, preachers, the brahmacharis, they also have to interact with the outside world. But they only interact to preach to them. Whereas the householders or you know working people, they have to sit with them every day and work with them. And you know, sometimes have to take in their you know rubbish. So and sometimes they may get influenced by them. So all these things are there. So that's why it's definitely difficult. Um, but for temple brahmacharis, definitely it's a facility is there. But again, it depends on the candidate. It depends on the candidate himself. Suppose a, per, a, a I mean a so-called <coughs> so-called devotee staying in the temple. But his interest is not in the temple. His interest is not his own spiritual life. He is just staying because for whatever reason. But, you know, like um, sometimes some people, you know, uh, they stay, like <laughs> they join the movement so that they can get a good girl to marry. They are not interested to actually advance in Krishna consciousness. Their sole purpose to come to this place to find a good girl. Or sometimes a girl to find a boy. So their purpose is not Krishna. If one's purpose is Krishna and eventually, okay, he wants to satisfy his, you know, um, senses, then he wants to get a compatible wife. That's another thing. But his focus is on Krishna. But if the focus is to just get a, you know, partner, and I just come to the temple and you know, I'll act like a devotee, and you know, I'll see which one, is, which one I can catch. Uh, that is not a proper intention. So one may, you know, and or sometimes somebody may join the temple so that they can steal money from the temple. That is also there. We have seen such examples. So they may become, you know, uh, stay in the temple so that they can steal money. Uh, these things are very serious things, you know, and will be punished severely. In fact, 11th Kanto, there is full punishment. What happens if you steal Krishna's money? So it is not, uh, you know, joke. So what I am trying to say is, if one is serious, yes, brahmacharya life is definitely more advantageous. But the position itself is, the advantage may be there, but am I making good use of that advantage? Like the hare and the tortoise. The, ha the hare had the advantage of speed, but he did not make use of it. So what is the use? The tortoise, even though slow, made the finish line, made to the finish line. So that is the difference. So advantage is one thing, but then are we acting on it? But if, on the other hand, if a grihastha is very sincere, he can achieve complete perfection. Like, for example, Prabhupada is a perfect example. He was a grihastha and many of his godbrothers were sannyasis for very, very long. And he had been a grihastha all his life. And, you know, during the end, he took sannyas. But then, he, he came out, you see, Completely, uh, completely dwarfed the others. 
see they in fact condemned him ah, you are you know uh, rotten babu you know krihastha babu uh, call him so they they did not have any regard for him they did not have much okay they treated him as a devotee but not like very see okay krihastha devotee okay come but you see he became more successful in fact there is a similar story in the ramanujacharya's life also one of two i mean some of his disciples brahmacharis they were fighting in the temple or oh, whose copin is this is my copin this is your copin copin means the loin cloth so they were fighting for the piece of cloth and uh, grahastha devotee um, so he, uh, he in order to teach these brahmacharis a lesson this ramanujacharya asked them to go to one particular grahastha's home and steal some valuables from their house so these brahmacharis went silently and ramanujacharya was speaking with this grahastha disciple in the temple and then in the meantime he asked the other disciples to go and steal from the so now that the wife is alone there go and steal some ornaments from them some valuables from her i will keep the grahastha disciple here with me i will talk to him about philosophy and everything you go and steal from there so the brahmacharis went to steal and they waited waited and then uh, she saw some brahmacharis you know on, uh, near the door near the window you know so she thought okay and she actually sorry first she lied down she lied down to sleep and then um, she lied down on one side then they came and slowly they took out her ornaments you know this one and the right bangle i don't know how they took out like that without her knowing but they took out and then she turned the other side so that they can t- take the others also the other side also then they were alarmed hey she is waking up okay, quickly get out of there then they came back to the temple and uh, they gave a signal to ramanujacharya ramanujacharya said all right um, you know you can go back home he told the grahastha disciple so he was going back home now he he asked the brahmacharya disciples to follow him behind him and see what he does when he reaches home so then um, he went he went to home he uh, they went to the, his home and they saw the eavesdrop you know they seeing from the window what they were talking they were trying to hear listen to it so the woman told everything to that um, husband you know there were some brahmacharis from the temple came and you know they tried to steal my ornaments uh, so i was lying on one side they took away all my ornaments on the right side so i turned to the left so that they can take my ornaments from the left side also but uh, they were afraid they got afraid and then they left you know then uh, the husband scolded the wife why why did you have to move you know let them take everything maybe there is some shortage of funds in the temple you know they must be having some reason you know we our our life is full for i mean dedicated to krishna's service uh, so we have to uh, make sure that everything goes for krishna service ah uh, then he is then this brahmachari saw this <gasps> wow even though his valuables were stolen by brahmacharis instead of going and complaining to ramanujacharya hey your disciples are stealing money from me instead of doing that he scolded the wife huh are why did you move they could have taken more ornaments if you would just remain still wow how much he is renounced you see the difference of you know attitude so that is more important anyway next question by bhaktin puja being brahmachari or being grahastha which is best part to serve the lotus feet of lord krishna no nothing it, it is our attitude brahmachari or grahastha or vanaprastha or sanyas that is that is not that is immaterial 
whether we are serious to serve Krishna or not. If we are serious, you know, we can serve Krishna in any position. Just like Arjuna, he was a Grihastha, he was not even Brahman, he was Kshatriya. He had to fight and with that fighting he served Krishna. So, and he became known as the best devotee, most closest devotee to uh, Krishna. One of the very close devotees. So, you see, um, it does not depend on our ashram. <clears throat> our seriousness is what matters. Next question by Bhakti Rajanya. Then individual freedom means sense, sense satisfaction only? Yes. So basically, actually we are never free. It's a myth that we are free. It's a quest for freedom. We will never get freedom. We can never be free. When we are saying we are free, that means we are completely under the control of Maya. Um, if we agree to be under the control of Krishna, then we are actually free from the contamination of Maya, but we are under the control of Krishna still. We can never be out of control. We can only be under the Krishna's control, Yoga Maya or Mahamaya. So, we just have to choose which control we want. That freedom we have. Hmm. Our freedom is to choose which control we want to be under. That's all. Um, next question by Bhakta Virendra. How do devotees fall prey to lust which exists in the form of internet? Movies and how to overcome such lust and concentrate only on Krishna Bhakti? Well, uh, Forget the internet then. If it's a distraction then leave it. And actually we cannot just leave it and sit down doing nothing. So you use, with internet you can contact devotees and get some service from them and do some service. Read, if you don't have any service, read Prabhupada's books. Hmm. Krishna will bless us with more and more service. If our attitude is to surrender to such uh, books, then Krishna will open up doors for more and more service. So, it's a waste of time. We have to be convinced that every single moment lost without Krishna consciousness is an utter waste, a golden opportunity lost. Sahanistan mahachidram samoha sachavibhramaha yanmuhurtam yatkshanam vapi vasudevam nachintayet, Vishnu Puran says. Even if one second lost in, uh, forget, I mean, in forgetfulness of Krishna is a complete loss, is the greatest loss. So, we have to read. Definitely, the reading is not happening. That's why the attraction is going for movies. So, we have to read every single day. Then we'll be attracted to his this. Otherwise, our taste for material thing again increases. Mm. In the 18th chapter, Bhaktivarendra is saying, in the 18th chapter, Lord Krishna explained renunciation of work in detail. Yes, and finally he said, Sarvadharman Parityajya. Renounce everything and Ma Mekam Sharanam Braja. Surrender unto me. Aham Dvam Sarva Pape Bhyo Mokshesham Masucha. So, that is the conclusion. <coughs> next. Um, next question by Bhakta Virendra. Srila Prabhupada is a pure devotee who gave us Krishna conscious knowledge coming from Parampara. So, we are getting spiritual knowledge from a self-realized soul? You still doubt, is it? <laughs> you are still doubting the fact? Of course, yes. Next question by Bhaktin Vanajakshi Mataji. So, Prabhuji, could you enli kindly enlighten on the two paths, Karma Yoga, work in devotion and Bhakti Yoga, devotional service? 
So, Prabhupada translated Karma Yoga as devotional service because in the yoga, actual yoga, Bhakti Yoga, um, there has to be karma, activities. I mean, there are variegated activities in devotional service. If you see a devotee's life, he wakes up in the morning, he chants his rounds, he performs Mangalarati, he sings, he plays instruments, he chants on his japa beads, he does deity worship, he cooks for the Lord, you know, he you know hears uh, Bhagavatam class, and then he takes prasadam, and then he goes out distributing books or collecting donations and, you know, having a projects like preaching projects, traveling and preaching, building temples, so many things, variegated activities. What is that? Krishnarthe Akhila Cheshta. This is the thing. Krishnarthe Akhila Cheshta means multifarious works for Krishna. So this is karma. Any work is karma. But karma yoga means that karma, that activity is being linked to Krishna. Every activity linked to Krishna is karma yoga. But karma yoga in another sense is those who are stuck in karma, like karmic life, like you know, karma bandhana. To come out of that, one has to give the results of his work to Krishna. That is also karma yoga. Renunciation of work, renunciation of the fruits of work is karma yoga. But then full-fledged devotional service can also be termed as karma yoga. Because so many karma or so many actions are being taken for the service of Krishna. We are linking that action with Krishna. When we are doing karma otherwise, that is karma with Vyoga. Disconnect from Krishna. So basically, that's why Srila Prabhupada uh, translated karma yoga as devotional service. Uh, work in devotion, basically. I mean, work in devotion is basically devotional service. So it's synonymous in that sense. But on a lower level, karma yoga also means that, okay, when we are cannot, we cannot do everything in Krishna's service, then at least the results of such work Offer, it, offer them to Krishna. You know, start. It is a start on that process. So that is also termed as Karma Yoga. And those who are doing the Karma Kanda, that is also Karma Yoga. So levels of understanding Karma Yoga also are there. So those who do demigod worship, that is also kind of Karma Yoga because at least you are linked with Krishna some way or other. In all three cases, the link with Krishna is there. It's only how feeble or how strong it is. The yoga. How strong or feeble is the yoga? That's the only question. If one is doing this demigod worship, at least because he is following the path of the Vedas and Vedas are coming from Krishna, so it is a path set out by Krishna. So although it is not ideal, but at least a start on the path. So that is a very feeble connection. The yoga is feeble. Like very, you know, not so strong connection, yoga. Now when one works and offers results to Krishna directly. Uh, that is much stronger. And when one actually performs all karma only for the satisfaction of Krishna, that is complete um, karma yoga. And that is the strongest definition of karma yoga. So, and that is actually synonymous with bhakti yoga. Even buddhi yoga, Krishna, I mean, Srila Prabhupada translated as bhakti yoga, synonymous with bhakti yoga, because buddhi, uh, enriched with spiritual knowledge or intelligence enriched with spiritual knowledge and action based on such intelligence is devotion, devotional service. So, Buddhi Yoga and as in the second chapter is also Bhakti Yoga. So, in that way it is a stronger and stronger sense or understanding of that word. So, uh, because ultimately yoga means um, 
to connect with krishna yoga means bhakti yoga so karma mishra bhakti gyana mishra bhakti that is different where there is mixture of karma and you know bhakti or gyana and bhakti but when knowledge is taken from krishna or his representative and we study that knowledge and gain attraction for krishna that is not ordinary gyana or speculation gyana yoga and that is gyana yoga also is can be speculation based on the vedic principles and vedic statement but especially to hear the pastimes of krishna evam yo vetti tatvatah vetti means to know and that is gyana janma karma chame divyam evam yo vetti tatvatah and to know such knowledge and pastimes of krishna that is not speculation anymore that is directly knowledge of krishna direct knowledge of krishna so again there is a stronger definition of gyana yoga which is basically bhakti yoga because hearing is one of the nine limbs of bhakti yoga shravanam and dasyam dasyam means what shravanam kirtanam vishnu smaranam archanam vandanam dasyam sakhyam atmanivedanam so dasyam means to be a servant like ram dut hanuman what does hanuman do he did many many things he jumped to lanka he burned the 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 what is that lanka and killed so many asuras he found sita and you know made the connection and then came back here and then fought in the war he fought so many things akila cheshta krishna arthe or ram arthe in this case <laughs> ram arthe akila cheshta so many things he did that is dasyam so he did many things so just like amrish maharaj he used every single part of his body in krishna's service that is activity that is karma activity karma means action of course karma means the you know sanctioned action uh, vikarma means you know um, prohibited action and akarma means non reactive action but karma by definition itself it also means action any action so in this way there are stronger and weaker definitions of the same word but shri prabhupada used it in the strongest sense karma yoga as devotional service next um question by bhakta virendra uh action in krishna consciousness equals work in devotion equals devotional service all are one and the same yes next question by bhakti rajanya is the room near to kitchen some noise is there so basically there was no this is not near the kitchen at all but there is something going on outside something to do with some metal i don't know what they're doing um that's not making the noise um next question by bhakta ayappa share some verses which cleanse our anarthas and dirt within our heart well um if you want some verses like that <laughs> well it's not exactly in relation to this class but anyway you go and read the song by bhakti siddhan saraswati thakur vaishnava ke you know dushtaman tumi kiser vaishnav very nice verses are there to clean our anarthas and many things i mean many many verses are there how many you can we show you know but basically um we have to be very you go and read that song that is very nice actually 
that song by bhakti siddhant saraswati thakur maybe the moderator can put the link to that song in the comment section so that will that will be very nice to clean all anarthas nicely tame the mind and actually many verses in that song is you know are so uh, strong strongly against the mind and there are of course verses from the shrimad bhagavatam many verses are there but um, yeah i mean keep on reading prabhupada's books and you will get you know you will get the necessary um, our our anarthas will be cleansed it's not that there are particular verses and then that will cleanse the anarthas magically is basically we have to keep the process regular as the same uh what is that an enormous effort an enormous single effort is way less effective than a uh, small effort done daily you know so instead of having to have this huge inspiration you know like one shot if you just follow the process every single day including not just the 16 rounds and four principles but reading prabhupada's books then you know that is that is very important so reading prabhupada's books is the key so that's where we get that always will be staying on track and that's why of course we have some whatsapp groups you know where we share some quotes of krishna uh, prabhupada and our acharyas so all these will strengthen our mind hmm. next question by neeraj chandana i'm sorry i'm not giving many references to the i mean any verses for the cleansing of anarthas you just as i think the link is already there um for the song you go and uh, see the song okay and you can also learn the song it's a beautiful song you go to youtube and type the song dushtamana and you will get the tune also very nice tune and you try to read the translation of the song very nice hmm neeraj chandana what is atmanivedanam sir um atmanivedanam means to offer entirely everything our everything to krishna uh, so that is a very very high stage like bali maharaj he gave up his riches he gave up his kingdom he gave up his family he gave up everything and he gave up himself also for the service of vamandev and that is atmanivedanam so there is a very high standard and that will come when we actually accept um, initial processes that we can do at this mo- at this point uh, we have to come to the stage of atmanivedanam that is the whole point because unless we come to the point of atmanivedanam we cannot go back to godhead we cannot have pure devotional service so to come to that it starts with hearing and chanting and serving that's how it starts next uh, so atmanivedanam basically means complete self surrender <clears throat> next by bhakta ayappa prabhu running a business based on krishna service is encouraged like restaurant etc well don't get distracted by business especially you you asking this question because you are you are not yet married why do you have to worry so you worry about how to become a full time devotee brahmachari and serve like that when you are grahastha then there's another thing <coughs> in fact um, i want to show you something um prabhu was showing the other day 
जस्ट गिव मी अ सेकेंड सी सी मध्य चैप्टर ट्वेल्व टेक्स हंड्रेड एंड थर्टी फाइव इन द पर्पोर्ट आउटसाइड द गेट वे ऑफ द टेम्पल ऑल द रोड वर ऑल्सो क्लैंड क्लेंसड एंड नो वन कुड टेल एक्सैक्टली हाउ दिस वॉज डन सो इन द पर्पोर्ट इन कमेंटिंग ऑन द क्लेंसिंग ऑफ द गुंडीचा टेम्पल श्री भक्ति सिद्धांत सरस्वती ठाकुर सेज दैट श्री चैतन्य Mahaprabhu as the world leader was personally giving instructions on how one should receive Lord Krishna the supreme personality of godhead within one's cleansed and pacified heart okay all this is there i want to read this part hmm by his practical example sri chaitanya mahaprabhu has shown us that all the grains of sand must be picked up thoroughly and thrown outside Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also cleansed the outside of the temple fearing that the grains of sand would again come within. In this connection Sri Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur explains that even though one may become free from the desire for fruitive activity sometimes the subtle desire for fruitive activity again comes into being within the heart. One often thinks of conducting business to improve devotional activity but the contamination is so strong that it may later develop into misunderstanding described as kutinati fault finding and pratishtasha the desire for name and fame and for high position jiva himsa envying of other living entities nishiddhachar accepting things forbidden in the shastra kama desire for material gain and puja hankering for popularity the word kutinati means duplicity of course all this now he describes what is kutinati what is pratishtasha what is jiva himsa nishiddhachar kama puja all these things so so of course uh, shri prabhupad encouraged restaurant business and all that but you know when we are grahastha that's another thing then he encourages usually the grahasthas brahmacharis you know do the preaching work hmm? so think about that think about becoming a brahmachari nice brahmachari all right so i think that's the end of the session yeah so thank you all very much for coming and uh, participating in this bhagavad gita session uh we will continue again on saturday saturday uh with chaitanya charitamrita and monday with amam because actually we supposed to have this monday but i had a meeting at the time so i could not have it uh but the coming monday uh, i hope there will be nothing else at that time and we will do the amam this coming monday थैंक यू वेरी मच भगवदगीता की जय श्रील प्रभुपाद की जय अनंतकोटि वैष्णव वृंद की जय निताय गौर प्रेमानंदे हरि हरि बोल हरे कृष्णा